Yo, 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 welcome to the In Conversation podcast with your host, Andrew Cervantes. Man, it finally feels good to have my own podcast. Uh, This is months in the making. I've done all kinds of homework, all kinds of listening to podcasts, probably hundreds of hours worth, maybe even thousands of hours worth of listening to podcasts. I always listen to podcasts when I'm at work, whether I'm just working with some AirPods in or um you know or i'm interested in traffic or have a long road trip just listen to podcasts but yeah i'm a huge fanatic of um podcasts my favorite podcast definitely is behind the baller with ben baller i love that show man i'm always keeping up with it weekly my second would probably be joe rogan's uh joe you know the joe rogan experience like the number one podcast like ever and my third one would probably be a group chat group chat with uh, chris drama path and uh the murphy brothers but yeah um the goal for this podcast i would say it's really just a hobby as of right now it's really just a hobby for me right now just kind of interview people interview close people to me uh hopefully start interviewing you know some uh special guests around the area that are like doing some big stuff you know but for the most part it's really just going to be me and just interviewing a couple friends and what they're up to and stuff so yeah, I'll have a lot of that. It'll be a lifestyle podcast. Whatever I like, um, I'll talk t- about whatever's relevant in the news right now. I'll definitely be talking about like football has been a big part of my life right now, just because I mean we're so new to the season. Um, I'll you'll definitely catch me talking about sports, all kinds of stuff, business, books I'm reading, um, I don't know, investing, stocks, all that stuff, all the stuff I like to do. You know, my job. I'm I'm a college student right now, so you hear me talk about all that stuff. Uh, and more but for this podcast um no i'm sorry about that (laughs) uh information about me is that i'm actually i'm a 19 year old uh kid as of right now just you know doing this for fun uh i really get more in depth about me probably my my second episode because this first episode i actually have a guest I have my boy Carlos Duran on the show, and the reason I wanted to interview him first on my first episode ever was just because Carlos literally helped me so much throughout the whole recording process of this show. Literally, step by step, he helped me out and, you know, what to edit on, what to record on, how to get, like, non-copyrighted music, and how he uploads to Spotify and Apple you know all that stuff so shout out carlos man i thought it was it was only right to have him on my show you know on my first episode ever just because he's done so much for me but yeah uh carlos is actually the host of his own podcast the kayfabed podcast it's a pro wrestling podcast um make sure you guys go check him out he's a wrestling fanatic uh i've definitely watched a lot a lot a lot of wrestling as a kid so it definitely has had an impact on me and like the culture of me growing up uh, I think you could say for the most part, a lot of kids my age probably were influenced by a lot of the wrestlers back then. But um, yeah, so Carlos has his uh, weekly podcast, Kayfabe. Make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, he uploads weekly episodes. So if you're a big wrestling fan, man, please, please, please go check that out and stream up his numbers. But, uh, you know... While I was recording the interview, this this is my first ever interview, right? That my first ever time ever recording with a microphone was with Carlos on actually a Zoom call. That's how we did it. 
uh i felt i felt pretty good you know i i thought i thought it went pretty smooth you know just for my first time recording so make sure you guys i don't know leave me some feedback tell me what i could improve on and stuff but for the most part i thought i did a pretty good job you know i felt pretty calm in the beginning my you know i might have chopped up my words a little bit i probably still will do that just because i'm so new to recording and hearing my voice on a microphone but slowly we'll get there and we'll get a lot more smooth but i mean for the most part i think i did pretty good talk pretty confident i might have you know mixed up my words but it's all right but me and carlos we actually are co-workers we met actually not too long ago probably like a couple months ago yeah uh actually my brother was going inside we actually we work at a car wash right now but my brother was going inside for a car wash right and uh, he saw his, uh, you know, I guess uh, his friend from high school that he grew up with. And basically, uh, you know, they were catching up and I was in need of a job at the time. So basically, uh, I actually just asked Carlos. I thought he was a manager because he had an earpiece in his ear. So I asked him if they were hiring and he said, yeah, we actually are. So I just filled out an application, got a call the same day. And then boom, you know, I actually got the job. So, yeah, that's really how uh we met who knows maybe it was meant to be we'll see but yeah that's how we really met but that's pretty much it for the intro man i'm gonna go ahead and send you guys off into this interview make sure you and or leave feedback you know let me know what you think but yeah let's get right into this interview Yo, yo, yo. So welcome to the podcast. I have my boy Carlos Duran on the show, man. Welcome. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> so he's he's the host of the Kayfabe podcast. Um, he covers everything from in wrestling from WWE, AEW, NXT, uh, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, Impact, and more. Uh, he has weekly podcasts air, that airs every Thursday and Saturday. So make sure you guys go check that out. But Carlos, man, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good, man. A little tired from work. You know, we work at the same damn place. Right. But yeah. No. Keeping I'm it, tired keeping too. it, keeping it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked a little, uh, like, what, six hour shift, and I'm tired from that. But the rest of the yeah. week had me slumped. No, yeah, I got, I got six days ahead of me, so oh, yeah. one day out of six. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all right, man. Let's let's just hop right into this interview. Um, so I just, I mean, we never really had a like a deep conversation. You know, like truly getting to know each other at work. Yeah. So, like, I mean, this would be like a raw, like, straight up, genuine interview. Like, for I think even for new to us, you know, and to whoever's watching this too. I don't know, but I just wanted to start off with, you know, like, where where were you born? So I was born in Stockton, California. You know, I don't know if you're born in the same place too. Yeah, yeah Stockton. I, I grew up all my life in Stockton, homie. So like, I jumped from. I want to say the north side, then to the east side for a couple of years, and then back to the north side. And right now I'm in Lodi. So oh, what? you stay in Lodi right now? Yeah, I stay right behind the Walmart. No way. Right I, yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. Know that? What the? That's yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. See? So that's why that's why I texted you earlier, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, bro, I live like a two minute walk from Lodi." Oh, that's or from crazy. from from I Walmart. I mean, oh, so we're like down right the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, for real. I'm on. I'm on. I'm not gonna try and say the addresses. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, I'm yeah. on that. I'm on the main road, bro. Like I'm right. I'm right past the main road. Oh, that's so. sick, bro. I didn't know that. I thought you were staying in Stockton. No, 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 no. Yeah, I just moved here. That's why I go. To, that's why I work at the at uh, oh. the car wash and shit. Yeah. How you How you been liking Lodi so far? 
I was I didn't know because I was so used to Stockton, bro. So like I'm like, man, like I don't know. It seems so small. It seems like a small ass town, but yeah, more quieter and shit. You know, I feel like there's more shit to do because like you know, like I said, Walmart's only a two minute walk. Yeah. So, you know, if I need groceries or I need something, bro, I don't really need to like rush compared to like yeah. Stockton. You know, like when my girlfriend would come over, she'd be like, she complained, she'd go, man, dude, you go to Chinese food on all the way on the other side of town. And I'm like, it ain't nothing. And then I come to Lodi and I'm like, damn, dude, everything's two minutes away. Yeah, legit. Lodi, Lodi is so small. I mean, I'm I'm new to the area too, right? Like I, I'm born and raised Stockton and I'm here in Lodi like since January. But yeah, honestly, I don't know if I like it. Like I like it. It's definitely a lot more peaceful and a lot like more tight of a community, I guess. But like, yeah. Man, there's nothing to do in Lodi. Not like entertainment wise, I don't think there's like see, nothing to do. See, my girlfriend has the same thing because she lives she lives in Patterson. Uh-huh. So she's always like, Oh, it's a small ass town and can't do shit. <laughs> but you can find shit to do, you know, like you gotta be creative with it. Like she told me, like, oh yeah, we go to the skate park, we go walking, we we go to the swimming pool. I'm like, okay, so there is shit to do. You just ain't got like you know, <laughs> a, you don't you don't got like a Chuck E. Cheese around you. Uh, but you can true. find shit to do, you know. That's like true. here, if I was in here, I'd probably go walking down like a when I was in high school and Pokemon Go came out, me and a homie yeah. uh, took bikes all the way out to downtown Lodi. And all we did was play Pokemon Go out in downtown Lodi wow. and then Lodi Lake and shit. Yeah. I mean, you can find shit to do. You know, you don't got to, you don't got to, you don't got to go like bowling every other weekday. That's true. Me. That's true. But um, I don't know. I feel like when people say you can't do much, like, man, you can find something. You just want, you just, you just want like a Chuck E. Cheese or something down the street. Yeah, I know. Huh? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd be going to like, Mm, Lodi Lake sometimes. That's that's really all I would do it. But I mean, I like Lodi overall, to be honest. I'm happy I moved here. Like, I'm probably never, ever, 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 ever gonna move back to Stockton if I'm being real. Bro, I, I want to go like, back. I saw Venom think Thursday night in Stockton, and I was like, man, I don't ever want to be here. <laughs> I don't even want to be here, man. Yeah, bro. I think it's one of those things. Like, as soon as you leave and you start to explore more out of the city, you're like, bro, like. There's so much more, like, you know, so much more better out there. Like, you just got to leave and take that leap of faith almost, you know? And then yeah, because, lit. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I remember we were, my parents were like, oh, we're going to move to Lodi. I was like, man, like, I'm hella used to Stockton. Like, I ain't trying to leave. Yeah. But then once you leave, you know, because I lived in Modesto before um, I came to Lodi. I lived for like six to eight months with my aunt. And I was like, hey, like, you know, even though, you know, crime, crime wise, Modesto is kind of the same as Stockton. Yeah. There's a little bit, it's, it's like different, you know, it's a different environment. So then when you come out, it's like, I feel like, you know, every time I go to like the mall in Stockton or like even the movie theater, I'm like, man, I don't even want to be here. You know, I only went because they're the only place close, close by me showing Venom and IMAX and shit. Yeah. But like living in San Francisco for three years too, back in college, you know, I was like, man, I, I'd rather be in San Francisco right now. Yeah. But no, nah, I feel it like, oh, I don't know. Like, and I, I'm not even trying to shit talk on Stockton because, yeah, you know, people shit talk, people shit on Stockton all the time. And I'm from Stockton. I'm like, hey, man, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a Gotham City to me. But, yeah, you know, like, I liked it there. But yeah, I wouldn't move back. Yeah, I definitely, I have love for the city too, but it's almost like a love hate relationship, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, how much do you have siblings? Like, yeah, so I got a brother and a sister. I'm the oldest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. so I got it. I got a younger brother who's a middle child, and then I got my sister, who's the youngest. The youngest one. Yeah, okay, so like sick. me and my brother are like what? I think a year and a half gap, and what? my sis, my sister's, I think six or seven year gap. Jeez. Oh, that's yeah. not that bad. A year and a half gap though. That's like, that's a small gap. That's like back to back babies for your mom. Like. Yeah, for real. And what? 
I think I'm, I'm about to turn 22 in November, and my brother's barely 20. I think he just turned 20. It's like a year and a half. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty lit. Uh, like, I mean, so what's your heritage? Like, let the people know. So I'm Hispanic. I'm full-blooded Mexican. Like, Full not blood? much to it. Yeah. You speak, speak Spanish? I speak a little, man. I, I Like, I can understand more than I can speak. Like, you know, if at work, if somebody's speaking Spanish to me, I can understand it, but I'm not going to be able to know how to respond back to you, you know? Like, I'll just yeah. be sitting there and being like, yeah. oh, like, like, hey, like, hey. And it'll be like, say something in Spanish. I'm like, so you wanted the $8 one? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, we're going to have to move it to you. They'll be like, hey. Well, Pongolo, uh, I think they'll be like, "Hey, put put butter put butter on my popcorn," and all I hear is, uh, "Pongolo," and I know Pongolo or something like that means put. And I'm like, "You want butter in your popcorn?" They'll be like, "See, all right, like I'll, I'll figure it out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be the same way. That's pretty lit. Um, so like, I don't know. Would you say, like, you're the you were the academic type in school? <sighs> you know, it's hard because like. I don't know about you. I hated math. Like, I absolutely, like, I could yeah. not stand math. I hate math, dude. I But, suck like, it. I really liked English and history. History was the easiest, my favorite subject. Why is Siri on? My Siri's on. Give me a second. Um, <laughs> no history was my favorite subject just because, she comes back on again. My favorite subject just because, like, you don't got to, like, solve it out. You know, I'm not, I don't add George Washington and fucking George Bush and try and figure out an equation. You know, I just got to remember shit. So, yeah. like. Growing up in high school, I used to read a lot of comic books, you know, as you yeah. can tell from the background behind me and shit. Yeah. So are you gonna like so for example, Batman was created in nineteen in May third, I think May third of nineteen thirty-nine, right? Easiest thing to remember. Yeah. So then just you know, another simple example is you just gotta remember the Declaration of Independence was signed on July fourth of seventeen seventy-six. Yep. So when it came to history, it was always just you remember a day and you remember a person. Like that's literally a it. So it's the simplest thing, you know. So like it's yeah. super easy, you know. Even for wrestling, you know, going on my podcast and shit. Yeah. Um. Fuck, I can't remember a day. Well, like today, for example, October second, twenty twenty one. It is the I think the official three year anniversary of AEW of AEW uh being on being on TV. So like simple shit like that, you know. You just, history is very the easiest subject to me. But oh yeah. Going on, going back to your, yeah, going back to your question though, I wouldn't say I'm the most academic, but uh, I studied when I had to. Yeah, what 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 schools did you go to in uh in like you know just overall like in Stockton like from elementary to I don't know uh college let's just say all of them. So I hopped around a lot. I think elementary elementary I went to I don't know if you know where Ansel Adams is at. That's the so same we school to, I went so, to. Ansel yeah. Adams for I think it was first to second grade. No, kindergarten to first grade. And then second grade. So we're George we're Mo where Mosier is at right now. Before that was built, I had to be put into Westwood for about a year and a half. Oh, okay. No, sorry, uh, half a year. So for six months until George until Mosier was being built. Until Mosier was done being built. Yeah. So I think then uh I think after winter break we came back and the school was built. And I stayed there all the way to sixth grade and then went to Murata. And then I was supposed to go to Lincoln High School. I don't know if you know where that is. Yeah. So what originally happened was my mom wanted to put me in Lincoln High School because uh, she wanted me to go there. Because I don't know. She said it was it, it like the neighborhood was nice and that she thought it'd be good for me. And I remember telling her like, man, I'm trying to go to McNair and trying to go where <laughs> none of my friends are going, you know? Yeah. 
and she calls me one day. I remember I came back from summer school, and I this is at this point I was it was like it's for sure thing going to Lincoln. And I remember sitting in the couch, and she calls me, and she goes, she, she calls me on her lunch, and I forget what we were talking about, but then she goes, oh by the way, you're not going to Lincoln anymore, and I'm like what? And she's like, yeah, you're gonna go to McNear. Uh, I, I don't, I didn't like the receptionist uh, at Lincoln, so I'm gonna send you to McNear. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, hell yeah, dude, I'm gonna go back with my friends and shit. Uh-huh. But yeah, I went to McNear all four years. So yeah. thank God, because I don't think I would have been where I was at today had I not gone. Had I not gone to to McNear. Yeah. Uh, what about college? Like after McNear. So college, originally, so so this is where it gets a little a little tricky. So college, originally, I wanted to go be a director. So I wanted to major in uh, cinema. So I wanted to I wanted to originally go to UCLA or CSU Los Angeles because they yeah. have really good. Uh, they always obviously because they're in LA, they have really good uh, cinema programs. Yeah. But I the only ones I ended up applying for were CSU LA, uh, Sacramento State, Fresno State, and San Francisco State. I went to San Francisco State because Avid. If, if you're familiar with what Avid is, yeah. Uh, they took us onto a field trip to San Francisco State. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even know there was a school out in San Francisco. And it, all my life growing up, I was like, okay, I want to be away from home but not too far away, you know, just enough to where I can't go back every weekend. You know, it's not possible for me to go back every weekend. It was yeah. possible in San Francisco because of the BART, but um, I chose San Francisco because I was like, you know what, I always wanted to be, again, home but not too far away, but right next to a beach. And San Francisco is right on that coast. So it's like, perfect. Yeah. So I remember going on a field trip and I was like, yeah, this is the school I want to go to. And at the time they had considerably the, the best uh, cinema program in the CSU because Pixar was going to that school. They were picking up animators for, for oh. uh, their movies, like inside out up all that shit. Uh, I think Damn. one of the professors there had worked on the original Godfather. Jeez, that's so, pretty sick. What the fuck? Yeah. She, I think she was a sound editor or like a writer. I forget what her name was. That's sick. But so I went to San Francisco State. I studied criminals. No, sorry. I studied cinema for about half a semester. And so what I was told was that it was supposed to be more of a hands-on experience. So I've, I've written like three, I've written four short films. I've shot three short films, but I've written, I've written four. Um, so the, yeah. So the three short films I made were, they're on my YouTube. Uh, Enigma's Light, little plug-in. The <laughs> three, I think they're called... Uh, Bad Moon Rising, and then F Society. I won an award for F Society uh, for State Fair. I still have oh, it. I still sick. have the little thing right here. I didn't know and that, bro. I'm not After Dark. Out. Exactly. I'll send you the link after. Yeah. Um, but After Dark was my last short film I shot. Right now, I'm in the process of writing this, and I've been writing this script for two years. So this is something I don't think I've ever told anybody. Um, but this. So I have a script written right now called Relapse. That exclusive. The in conversation yeah, exclusive, exclusive yeah, yeah. bro. So I have a short film that I've been working on since my junior year of college. I've already graduated at this point, but junior year of college, it's called Relapse. And it's has to, it takes place in San Francisco. Um, and it's based off the video game Life is, Life is Strange, a uh, little bit off Groundhog's Day. And then, uh, shit. Um, I don't know if you've seen King of Staten Island. It has Pete Davidson in it. Yeah, with Pete Davidson. I never watched it, but I know what you mean. So a little, so a little mix of the three. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, the last time I touched it was before the pandemic hit. But it's on my, it's on my mind every day. And I don't tell anybody about it because it's like, you know, it's 
I haven't touched yeah. it yet. Yeah. But I, I have like a whole note column for it. And I just have like a bunch of like, I already know what my climax is going to be, what the ending is going to be. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's what I wanted to go to school for originally with cinema. Right now I graduated with a criminal justice degree. Oh, yeah? Bachelor's of Arts. Yeah. So what are you trying to do with that? I applied to probation for Salakin County uh, uh-huh. a couple months ago in July. Right now, I'm waiting on my background check. I really want to be a probation officer and work my way up to parole. I want to work like rehabilitation and shit. Yeah. So, you know, working with kids, you know, working with, you know, well, you know, the, the they say the big money's with sex offenders, but <laughs> I want to work just, just really rehabilitate anybody and kind of be like, you know, I want to be helpful. I don't want to put people yeah. away. I want to keep, I don't want to put people away and I want to keep them off. Yeah. Prison, you know, keep them away from, from that life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. You, sh- I mean, as long as you love what you're doing, I think, like, you know, fuck the income and all that. I think as as long as you're yeah, happy, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, criminal justice was always my, like, backup, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like criminal justice was always, like, you know, if I don't know by the time I get to high school, I'll do criminal justice. But I didn't find my love for cinema until it's kind of, it's kind of stupid. I, I got hated on in class for this. The movie Batman vs. Superman is what made me want to really? do directing. Yeah. So the director, Zack Snyder, is my big inspiration. Um, but I don't really, in my short films, I don't have any inspiration from anybody. Some people yeah. say, like, they get, like, the last two horror films I've made, they say they get, like, Blair Witch Project vibes. But I don't have any inspiration of anything. Like, they're just kind of my yeah. vision. Bro, yeah. you have to send me those. I, I That's actually sick. Because I don't, I don't think I've ever told you, but I, like, am also, I'm a big fan of cinema also. I mean, yeah. I might not be, like, huge with, like, like, huge on Marvel or, like, on yeah, DC. No. Me neither. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm a big, big film fan. Like, like, I don't know, bro. Honestly, I like Disney movies, bro. I can't even lie. <laughs> Disney movies are the shit. And they be, like, teaching you, like, simple life lessons. Like, you know? Like, I don't know, bro. I love them. Like, the movie Soul, I, I thought that was such a good movie. Uh, I don't know, bro. I, I Honestly, I watch a lot of movies. But I, I thought about going to school for the same thing, uh, cinematography. Yeah. But then, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know if I have to love like 110% of it. So that's why as of right now, I'm going to school for business. But I mean, we'll see, you know, a, a lot of shit changes in, while you're in school. So we'll, we'll see where I end up. No, yeah, because I get it. Because, you know, I had, a, I had a YouTube channel since I was six. I, no, sorry. Since I was like 13, 14, I think. Oh, Obviously, yeah? I stopped. Yeah, I stopped now, you know, just because I went to college freshman year. And after that, I kind of stopped kind of like yeah. right back on it. But, you know, I always had that, like, influence to be, like, part of, like, a, had, like, some sort of platform. So yeah. I hopped from YouTube. I already told you I had, like, three different podcasts before this one, before yeah. the wrestling podcast. I had YouTube. I had three different podcasts. And then I stopped doing YouTube for, I think, right right around my senior year of college. Uh, like, right, I think, like, halfway through it, I started, I picked up Twitch. Didn't really work out well. I did it for like, you know, about a month or two. My internet was ass <laughs> where I was living at the time. So I stopped. Yeah. I still have my, my, my game recorder, my game capture. Yeah. But I haven't picked it up yet. Um, but at the same time, I was doing this podcast. Uh, but then senior year, I think the very end of it started getting really heavy because I had finals and shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm putting the Twitch away. I'm putting the podcast away. But I'm going to come back to the podcast. Because the one thing I always watched was wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, I'm going to hop back on it one day. And I did hop back the moment yeah. I graduated. So not the moment, sorry. But like, you know, I came back from New York and I was like, all right, it's time to hop on it. So yeah. I've been, I'm on like episode 41, which is the longest. I usually stop after three episodes. 
the last two podcasts I did. So I mean, that means you 41's a big mark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah. 41 is fucking huge. What the you 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 have a lot of well not like a shit ton of listeners, but it's pretty impressive. Like, you know, the amount of people that have gone to your podcast. I yeah, see. so like I think right now my follower count is 21. I, I don't think that's a correct number because uh one of my other episodes got a lot of downloads in, the, in one night and it goes off to some okay, so right now I have 20. Yeah. Sorry. Right now I have 20, but it's it fluctuates. So I guarantee you in like in like two weeks or so it's gonna go back to 30. But yeah. as of right now, in the last 30 days, I've had 86, 866 downloads, which means a confirmed amount of 866 listeners. And all time, I've had 3,252. So, yeah. You know, wow. Wait, say it again. Wait, 3,000 what? 3,252. All time. All Bro. time. And how long and have that, you been doing this? I've been doing this since what? January, but I didn't put my shit on like Spotify and like, you know, all the other stuff you can listen to yeah. on podcasts until like july i think and bro, even then i took a break that's what i'm saying like bro imagine you go a whole year straight like you might hit like ten thousand listeners throughout the whole year but I'm three thousand is impressive that's no. that's crazy that's a lot of people bro like that's but, that, but that's like that's counting all my downloads so three thousand yeah. is like all my downloads so that so i've had a total of definitely three thousand people listen to my podcast yeah. but still but in the last bro. yeah in the last 30 days 866 like most definitely. Bro, 866 people in the last 30 days. As yeah. of right now with me, bro, I probably have like a couple and it's probably just <laughs> local local friends just trying to support. No, I'm yeah. Try, I'm trying to be like you, you know what I mean? You're going to start off like that. You know, I, like I yeah. said, I only have 20 followers and, you know, social media standards, it's not a lot. Yeah. But when, but when you count the people who are actually downloading and listening to your podcast, it's 866. Like, okay, like I'm doing something right. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, for I'm sure. Getting, I'm, I'm getting discovered somehow. Bro, and the way you like promote your stuff, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, that's why I had to come to you for all your like the podcast answers, bro. Like, all the Photoshop editing, editing like episode by episode, you know, like all the thumbnails you make, and all the time you put in, all the recording by yourself, note taking, all the watching of the wrestling, bro. Like, it's impressive. Like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know, bro. Nice. I just gotta like, you know, applause you for that because it's, it's a lot of work, bro. It really yeah, is. Yeah. So like. It's almost like a full-time job, you feel me? Because you, you got exactly. wrestling every day of the week. So you got Monday, you got WWE. Tuesday, you got NXT right now, which is just, it's WWE, but it's a different show. Yeah. You got, you got Wednesday, you got AEW Dynamite. Then Thursday, you have Impact Wrestling. And then Friday, you have AEW Rampage and SmackDown. WWE yeah. SmackDown. But, you know, there's, there's always, so there's these other promotions like New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, MLW, the National Wrestling Alliance, you know, all these other promotions that you could literally have enough wrestling to watch 24-7 every, every day of the week. Yeah. Every day of the week. So, but I choose to follow just certain ones because, you know, it matter. I can't watch all types of wrestling. I've definitely yeah. met people who watch all types of wrestling, uh-huh. but I ain't got the time for that. So, <laughs> I, I stick with what I like. Yeah, no, for sure. But, bro, like, when did you fall in love with wrestling? You seem like, I mean, obviously you're a fanatic, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So I remember the first time I watched wrestling was when I moved to one of my first apartments with my parents uh, when I was a kid. And at the time we had finally gotten DVR from DirecTV. I think it was DirecTV at the time. And I just remember the first image of WWE that I can remember 
John Cena, Randy Orton, and Vince McMahon were in the ring. And John Cena at the time was WWE champion with the spinner belt. You know, the one that spins. Bro, that's a cla- Do you actually? Bro, I, have, I, I want that belt. Like, that's I have like a spinner belt. Dude, that thing is that? sick. Bro, I, I, I ha- yeah, that's just. I had, it hang- I had it hanging. I had it hanging up, but it's just a spinner belt. I yeah. have the NXT. I have this NXT belt right here. Yeah. That, that one's that one's an actual replica. So that one's no like a way. legitimate thing. Yeah. That's just probably like a thousand dollars. No, it was like four hundred. <laughs> that's so hell expensive. Yeah, that it was originally gonna be my graduation gift, but I bought it myself. I just okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. So, but that's sick. Anyway, so WWE again. Randy Orton, Vince McMahon, and John Cena. That's yep. the first memory I had. The mm-hmm. first time I say I kind of started liking it was the storyline, and I, um, some people might know, where Ric Flair was like, I will never retire. And week after week after week, Vince McMahon was like, you know, if you lose a match, you're done. You're retiring. So week after week after week, Ric Flair would go on to some crazy-ass matches. He fought Umanga. I don't know if you know who Umanga is. Yeah. Is guy, wasn't that fat. the guy with the face tats and shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I know So he is. fought Umanga one day. And I, as a kid, you know, you don't know what's real. Or you don't know what's fake. Yeah. You think it's real. So you're like, oh, shit, this motherfucker's going to lose. <laughs> and Ric Flair, I remember he ended up winning in a countout. And after that, Shawn Michaels challenged him to a match at WrestleMania, I believe. I might have the timeline wrong. And then, so I believe it's WrestleMania. I don't, I don't know what the number is, but I, they had it, I think, in Florida. And okay. uh, so everybody remembers it because, you know, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, it's the retirement match of Ric Flair, and Ric Flair is fighting his heart out, trying to not lose a match. Yeah. And at the end of the match, Shawn Michaels looks at Ric Flair, and he tells him, I'm sorry, I love you. And he super kicks him, and he wins, and he wins the match <sighs> and uh, retires Ric Flair for WWE. Yeah. Um, at that point, uh, Ric Flair went, goes to TNA, and I believe that's when I started watching. At the time, it was called TNA. Right now, it's called Impact. Yeah. At the time, I started watching TNA. So TNA was the first wrestling outside of WWE that I started watching. As a kid, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool because it has people I know from WWE, like Booker T, Hulk Hogan, Mick Foley, Christian, yep. you know, all yeah. former WWE employees. Um, I stopped watching it. So I watched WWE for a little bit. And then I want to say right when I went to college, high school almost, I stopped watching it. So I just completely stopped. Thought it was boring. Uh-huh. You know, because it's, uh, I said this in my last podcast episode. Think of like a PS4, right? PS3. You're playing it. You're playing all these games, right? But at a certain point, the games are going to be the same thing. You're yep. going to get tired of it. You're going to want something different. So then you go out and buy the PS4. You know, you stick, you stick with the same company because... You know, they listen, they know their fans, they want something new. So they give you something new. You know, PS the PS4, Sony gives you the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Now imagine, well, you know, we just got the PS5, but imagine now with the PS5, um, your games, your, you know, they're still the same games and shit, or, you know, they don't, let's imagine they don't make a PS5, right? But you hear Xbox is making a new console called the Xbox Series X. You're going to want to go check out the Xbox because you're tired of the PlayStation games. You're tired of the PlayStation exclusives. So you yep. want to go check out the other games like Halo, Gears of War on Xbox, right? Yeah. So think of it like that. You know, if the product doesn't change and you don't and you don't really kind of, you know, go with the generation. Yeah. People are going to want people are going to start wanting an alternative. That's true. So 2006 hits at this point. 16 hits at this point, And I get back into wrestling. I lapse back into wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, I remember I started watching Becky Lynch, my wife. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I started watching WWE again. 
And then 2019, AEW makes the announcement they're going to start being on TNT. So I start watching AEW. Yeah. And I start watching NXT. So then I just start watching a whole bunch of different wrestling. So I wouldn't consider myself a WWE fan. I'm more of a wrestling fan because I watch yeah. all types. Yeah. You feel me? So like even New Japan, which is at the time before all these new wrestlings were that, New Japan was considered the only alternative to wrestling. Gee. So. I'm going to keep it a stack, bro. <laughs> like, I don't even, I've never heard of New Japan pro wrestling, if I'm so, being honest. It's, it's, it's just a different style of wrestling. So WWE, it's very scripted. It's very much, you know, people know what they're going to do before the match starts, right? They're going to oh, know, yeah. you know, this is the ending. In the middle of this, we're going to do this. You know, I'm going to hit you with the chair in the middle of the match. Yeah. You know, the referee is going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So with New Japan pro wrestling, they're more, it's called strong style. It's a Japanese style of wrestling. So strong style, instead of seeing flips, tricks, you know, the super kicks, you know, the, the chops to the chest, yeah. you're going to see completely stiff and hard. So you're going to see almost like MMA, almost like a kickboxing MMA kind of type of, type of fight. Okay, that's pretty lit. So I've seen closed fists. I've seen real kicks, you know, knees to the, like actual knees to the face. So I like New Japan if, if you know, if you want something more violent. I guess not violent in a way, but more like, you know, more stiff, more hard hitting action instead of, yeah. like, you know, flips and tricks and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but New Japan Pro Wrestling is that Ring of Honor. It's an American promotion. That one's more technical grappling wrestling. Yeah. So you know, if you're a fan of like, you know, actual amateur wrestling, you know, you want to see more like they have this thing called the pure championship. Yeah. Uh, long story short, um, it's it's very technical and you're only allowed a certain amount of hits you're allowed one rope break and it's just a bunch of shit like that um but it's basically the style of wrestling you want to watch okay so wwe is what we call the sports entertainment yeah, aew sure. is, is called professional wrestling so it's still you know sports entertainment but it's it's professional wrestling so it's it's told differently than from a soap opera standpoint yeah new japan pro wrestling they don't really have storylines they tell they tell the story in the ring but again, it's much more physical than that. So yeah, that's lit. And I remember at work you told me that you had gone to WrestleMania. Which one was it? WrestleMania thirty. <sighs> I think it was thirty-one. I think 31. it was thirty-one. It yeah. was it was the WrestleMania after Undertaker had lost had be, had lost the streak. Yeah, and he lost in New York, right? I think it was New Orleans. Oh, was it? New Orleans. Yeah, he lost I remember. Brothers, yeah, all the memes and shit with the the guy's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all funny. Um, but yeah, yeah so I went to WrestleMania thirty-one. Uh-huh. Uh I have a video on my YouTube about it, a vlog. I call it a vlog, but it's just me shooting footage for 30 minutes. <laughs> that was tight. I remember Seth Rollins comes out and he cashed in the money in the bank and everybody was going nuts screaming. Yeah, um, but that, that stadium was packed. I was literally just watching highlights of that the other day just because it was at Levi Stadium, you know? Yeah. And I was like, man, like that was it was huge. I I was watching when The Rock came out, you know, with uh Triple H. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I was just watching that clip, but I was like, man, like that building was just so loud and so like packed. I literally every seat was taken. I was like, man, that's honestly one thing I regret not going to. Like next time WrestleMania comes, even though I don't watch like wrestling like often, I'm still like a fan of it because you know I was a huge fan as a kid. But I definitely I got I gotta go like watch. I gotta see WrestleMania in my lifetime. They're gonna have a WrestleMania in Los Angeles two years from now, I think. Oh yeah, that's so be next, sick. Next year's gonna be in Dallas. The following year will be in Los Angeles. I'm trying to go to the Los Angeles one. Yeah, that'd so, be sick. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know where in LA? Like, is it is it the new one, the SoFi Stadium? Yeah, the SoFi Stadium. Uh, that's where they're hosting the Super Bowl, uh, 2022. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, they they tend to do they tend to host new WrestleManias that the stadium is newly built. So yeah, that, I mean it makes sense, especially in LA. You know, it's like a hot zone. I was this is kind of off topic, but I was looking at WrestleMania or not WrestleMania Super Bowl tickets. Uh, already, you know, for twenty twenty two at the um SoFi Stadium so in LA. Yeah, bro, and the cheapest ticket they had was literally five thousand five hundred dollars, and those were nosebleeds. God damn. For a Super Bowl ticket. Well, like, because I, I thought about going, right? And I was like, oh, you know, maybe if it's like a thousand, you know, two thousand, I don't know. Like, we'll see, you know, we'll see. Like, I don't know. It's so far ahead, right? You could plan ahead of time. But I thought it was five thousand five hundred. I was like, oh, like, you're fucking crazy. Like, I'm not paying that much for a ticket, bro. Like, I don't got it like that. Like, I'm really broke. Like, <laughs> like oh, nah. yeah, I won't, I won't even put that shit on my credit card. Like, <laughs> nah, hell no. But I, I, I'd be curious to see WrestleMania prices on set. I might look that up later today. Just to see you know especially in la like i think that'd be like a vacation that'd be hella lit yeah i don't I don't know how much they are i know my dad camped outside in levi stadium for the tickets so that's that's and we still got right pretty there. decent tickets yeah and you said they were lower level right they weren't no nosebleeds so yeah they weren't no nosebleeds but they were definitely up there so oh, yeah. if you if you've ever sat in candlestick i don't know if you've been to candlestick yeah i never went to candlestick, never bro, i sadly. went there two times i'm not even an iron fan i went there two times <laughs> Uh-huh. People always people always get mad when I tell them that and they're Niner fans. Like, I've never been to Candlestick. You've been to Candlestick? I go, Yeah, dude, my dad loved me. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. I never went to fucking Candlestick. I remember all the Niner plays happening at Candlestick. I remember San Francisco being hella lit, you know, like the Vernon Davis catch and I don't know, bro. Like beating the Saints in the playoffs. I remember the whole city was turned up. I I went to San Francisco. I drove by Candlestick after a win, but like I don't know, bro. I never went inside. I don't know. I guess my parents didn't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Candlestick is just a bunch of apartments now without Candlestick. Yeah, seat. yeah, that's what I heard. Um, but so Candlestick, the way they see it very much, I've sat in the nosebleeds of Candlestick. They So it's not where you're sitting kind of flat. I don't know if you ever sit in the Coliseum in Oakland, but they kind of, so they're kind of slanted a little bit, right? Like not yeah. too slanted, but slanted. Mm-hmm. With the core Candlestick, it's very much you're out of side, you're at an angle. So yeah. it's almost like if you're gonna fall out of your chair, it's fucking frightening. What the hell? Um, uh, yeah, because it's like it's a circle. I mean, it's almost like a ring, like you know, like an oval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I vividly remember Candlestick, man. I remember fucking the hill being right next to the hills. I remember how how like like right I don't know, like water. looking. Yeah, dude. So like looking at it compared to like the Oakland Coliseum, it's very like almost the same scene. You know, you got a dirty ass parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> dirty ass parking lot. Old ass fucking stadium. <laughs> yeah, and it's literally like, dude, like right next to the water. Like there's the parking and then there's the water. Oh, yeah. Um, but still, like, I don't know, like, kind of. I guess I'm grateful going there because you know I have that memory of Candlestick. Yeah. You know, like the Coliseum. If they ever tear that down, I've been in the Coliseum all my life. You know. Yeah. Like, from when they moved to fucking Vegas. Yeah. I'm a Raider fan. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get hate saying that, but I'm a Raider fan. Hey, they're so, three, as, of, as of the recording of this episode, they're three no, and they play tomorrow. I don't know who the hell they play, but I mean, you know, my my Niners are two and one. So, like, no, really, see, if we're being honest, I really can't say shit because it's wins and losses, but I should be three no against that, <laughs> that, that, that Packer loss. You know what I mean? But fuck it. Sound like know? sound like somebody who just lost in their fantasy draft <laughs> fantasy round. Legit. No, but, I'm actually undefeated in fantasy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't far. enjoy the 
I didn't join a fantasy league. My first fantasy league, I won. I won the first spot, and it wasn't even. It was like some random guy's fantasy oh, yeah. league. Like yeah. I just looked it up, and it was just they had like one spot open. They let me join their league. I was like yeah. a kid. <laughs> and then the second one, I joined my roommate's fantasy league, and I lost. I was like the actual loser. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know oh, shit no. about fantasy football, man. But I've only been playing fantasy football for about two years now. But I mean, I'm I'm I've definitely like at first, you know, it's like rookie mistakes. You're like drafting quarterbacks. You don't really like every. You know how you're supposed to get like running backs first, and yeah. you know quarterbacks don't really matter. I learned that, you know, <laughs> I learned that the hard way. But I mean, this year I'm pretty I'm pretty stacked on fantasy, bro. It's pretty lit. But I don't know. I have Russell Wilson as my starting quarterback. I have like Devonte Adams. Uh, I don't know, bro. I'm in three different leagues, so like I got hella fucking people. The only thing I don't like about fantasy football is when the is when the players play in your team. So you're like, fuck, do I go for yeah. my team or do I go for my football? Oh, player? legit. Dude, that sucks because I mean, you know, tomorrow I'm going to the, the Niner game, you know, versus the yeah. Seahawks. And like, you know, Russell Wilson's my like my favorite league. He's my starting quarterback, you know, but it's like, bro, he's going against my my Niners, you know. So it's like I'm trying to win, but I want him to play good at the same time because I'm trying to stay undefeated. Like that's that's the the worst thing about fantasy. But yeah, I look. I low-key want to play for some money eventually. I think that'd be kind of lit. Not too much, not no crazy shit, but like you know, a couple bucks, like twenty bucks. I used to have Derek Carr and Garoppolo on my fantasy football team. Oh yeah. So I remember one weekend I was going to the Raider game, so I ended up just putting Derek. I ended up putting all my Raider players into my fantasy team. I think oh, we man, lost that game. That. We lost. We got. I think I got our ass beat that game. I was like, <laughs> man, fuck, That's I lost. <laughs> I'm hella dead, bro. So look, let me ask you this. Look. What is your biggest failure and what did you learn from that experience? I know it's low-key like a deep question that might take some thinking, but I mean you're taking in quite a swing from fantasy football. Yeah, I know <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of a hard swing, bro. I'm sorry for all the people that are like all confused and shit. I'm just going through my notes. So yeah, so I wouldn't call it so I don't know. I'm a very cocky person or confident, <laughs> whatever sounds better. Yeah, so I wouldn't say I've had any failures in life, but I'll say like one of my biggest regrets is not really pursuing again cinema like i used to yeah so like i said i have a script still being written called relapse and mm-hmm. that's that's like it's my i, I call it my baby because it's the one script i'm working on right now so let me let me pull it up really quick but i'm gonna just i'm gonna just uh, kind of break it down All so right. again you know so going to san francisco state i really had the like mindset of okay i want to be a director i want to be a writer or a director you know whatever whatever whatever's going to happen because you know you can go from a writer to a director but you know if you're a cine- if you're a cinema major you know you're probably going to understand what, what i mean by this yeah but hollywood is a very 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 competitive oh hell yeah at. you know you oh, really sure. have you really have to know somebody but even in the criminal justice field you know right now for example my probation job there was so this is my highest grade. This this is the highest passing class. I think there's 50 people in this class, and there's only five positions open for the probation. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm cocky or confident, whatever you want to call it, cocky confident. So I already know I'm gonna get one of those five positions. Yeah. But okay, hey, that's what's up. We're speaking <laughs> against this fucking. <laughs> you gotta act like you have the job already, man. <laughs> Legit, you really do. But um, so. Again, like so, relapse, right? I screenplay or um, fucking uh, uh, what the fuck you want to call it? Short film. Uh, yeah. So the synopsis is escaping a period of isolation. Scott Silas, 
which is my main character, decides to put himself out to the world, trying to find new adventures to begin with new people. In doing so, he meets the girl of his dreams that would absolutely do anything that he would do absolutely anything to please. While along the way, he discovers the ability. I fucking just spoiled the whole. <laughs> this is remember I haven't touched this in two years. I haven't touched this in two years. So the synopsis just spoils the fucking the, the, the movie. I gotta I gotta be a little bit more uh, uh, low key with it. Right just, so it just goes. Uh, Scott's so decided to put himself in new adventures with new people. In doing so, he meets the girl of his dreams. While along the way, he discovers he has the ability to manipulate time at his own will. Yeah. In doing so, he he begins to use it for his own benefit, and that would soon come to a decision that could affect his own future as well as others around him. Okay. So cinema, again, is something that I'm super passionate about, and I wish yeah. I would have done more because, again, I've only shot three short films. Uh-huh. And it would have technically been two if one of them hadn't been for photography class. Um, yeah. you know, we had we had the video art project, but I can but he allowed me to do a short film. So okay, you know, I I I wish I would have done more of it, and I wish you know if it weren't for the pandemic, I could have shot it in San Francisco. I don't know if I can do it now, but I could have shot it in San Francisco. Yeah. At this point, I would like to turn it into a comic book, but it's whatever it's whatever's gonna happen. Um, but so I would say you know I wish I would have done again more of cinema. Um, and really, see, it says the last time I touched it was 2019, December 14th. Jeez. That's, that's... I guess I just would, I would have wished focusing more on cinema, yeah. you know, because I had that opportunity. I had the opportunity to work with cinema majors, even if I was a criminal justice major. Yeah. And, you know, I could I could have found a way to pursue it just just because I was scared and I didn't really want to pursue something that would end, possibly end up in me not even going anywhere. I chose yeah. the safe route. But mm-hmm. like I would probably tell my kids, you know, do what you want to do, you know, and if you really love it and put your heart into it, do it, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you just got to do what you feel right. And at the time, what felt right was to choose a safe route. But Yeah. I mean, you could always return to it, you know. I mean, you're still oh. young as fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and on top of oh, that, definitely. you're like, I would say overall, you're a creative guy. And I think you're using, you know, your podcast to express that, you know of you yeah i'm gonna move my desk really quick here um yeah, go ahead so the mic's gonna be a little weird um obviously i can go back to it you know like i do plan on going back to school at a certain point yeah um but i don't know man like like i don't know like i know like for example in wrestling there's been wrestlers who start wrestling at like 35 and they they oh, end up making the big leagues like Batista. I think he didn't start wrestling till he was thirty five. No way. Yeah. So how old is Batista right now? <sighs> I think he's like in his fifties, man. What the hell? Damn. Yeah, he's fifty two. So you know, you could always go back to something, but in reality, you know, I, I guess when you're young and shit, you know, like when you're nineteen. I started college when I was seventeen, I think. Yeah. So I oh, guess okay, I just would have okay. I would have spent a little more time on it. Yeah. All right. All right, let me let me ask you some like rapid questions. Just just a- answer them pretty fast, and then I think um you know we'll probably end up wrapping this up really soon. All good. But all right, look, just answer them like briefly, shortly. You know, just rapid questions. Okay. All right, if you won ten million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? I'd first pay off my loans, all of my okay. loans, the okay. car payment, student loans, whatever. 
then I probably pay off my house that I'm currently living at. Okay. And then, yeah, pay off any of my family's loans. Okay. Because, fuck's sake, money doesn't grow on trees. We're not the hard <laughs> way. Yeah. And then, probably do play money, probably travel the world. You know, I want to go back to New York at a certain point. Yeah. For like wrestling events or some shit. Definitely wouldn't spend it on my own house. I would spend it on experiences. Maybe save, you know, a good enough amount to buy a house, but not spend it all out in a mansion, you know? I mean, 10 million, it'll last you a lifetime if you, you know, if you're smart with it. Yeah, if you use it wisely, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. If you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write it about? It would definitely be my short film Relapse. So yeah. just uh, <laughs> just the, uh, you know, reading the synopsis again, escaping a period of isolation, <laughs> blah, 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 soon as well. I would write that book. You know, like I said, I haven't touched since 2019, but it's been on my mind consistently. Like, I yeah. would love to finish it up at a certain point. I, at the very end, I think I had just gotten to the point where the climax is about to happen. And I haven't written out the climax yet. Okay. But in my head, I already know what I want to do. Yeah. So oh, I would shit. finish that. Yeah. That's what's up. What's, what's your biggest pet peeve? That one's kind of tricky. <laughs> people who are like fucking stupid, man. Like <laughs> being, at, being at work, you know, because me, I don't know, me and Andrew work at a car wash. Yeah. So, we, I don't even think we've told them that, but. Yeah. So yeah. we work at a car wash, man. And the amount of people who don't know how to drive. Oh, my God. It's insane. You, Everyone would be surprised. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, it's not that I don't want to be told how to do my job. You know, if a vacuum's not working, I'll fix it for you. But fuck, man, if you see me just chilling, like, let me just chill. Like, I'm not trying to do, I don't know, man. I really know how to explain it. But like, you know, if if you were, I don't know, I guess you just got to ask a certain way. You know, it depends how you ask. Yeah. What kind of mood I'm in. But I I don't know. Just take it with respect. Um, Some people come at us hella sideways and stuff. Or like, I don't know, bro. Like one of my pet peeves of just about like that work environment is when people, when we lead them in, you know, the tunnel of the car wash. We, we lead them in and, you know, we tell them, put it in neutral and they, they don't know how to put their car in neutral. I'm like, oh my God, like, how are you driving this car everywhere, but you don't know how to put it in neutral. And then they start panicking and yelling at us talking about, oh, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. Like you should know how to put your car in neutral, like point blank period. Like, I don't know. I, I- I told a guy earlier to put his car in neutral and he put it in drive and he just kept going forward. Yes, bro. So, that's the so worst. When I stopped him, I told him, put it in neutral. And he puts it in park and he goes, it's in park. And I go, nah, bro, neutral. And then yeah, he man. puts it back in the drive. I'm like, put it in neutral, man. The end. And he finally puts it in there. I'm like, all right, like, man, yeah. like learn how to read. Yeah, bro. People, I don't know, man. Like this car wash has exposed me to all, a, a lot of different type of people. It's, it's, I don't know. It's some real cool people and some real dumb people. Oh yeah, for sure, man. But all right. So what do you think the world will look like in five years? In five years? Yeah. Five years. I'm going to say the exact same, man. We're still going to have, we're still going to have Marvel movies. We're still going to have cars that run on gasoline. Uh huh. We're still going to have, you know, a modern kind of day look to it. I don't think much is going to change. We'll probably have a new president by then. What, not be four years from now? Yeah, yeah so for sure. Maybe a new president. Hopefully the gas prices go down. But oh, my God, I, please. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it'd be any drastic. I don't think anything drastic would be Nothing happening drastically. in five years. What about 50? 50 years. <laughs> Where do you think the world will be in 50 years? I'll be 70, I think, at that time. So I'll either be dead or... <laughs> or uh, in a retirement home. 
So hopefully, I don't know, man. Hopefully we don't have iPhones no more. We got like actual iPhones, you know, fucking shit. You can go like this on your eye and shit. Oh, that would be sick. I don't know, man. It's tricky. You know, people 50 years ago thought they'd be flying cars and now we just have hybrids. (laughs) Yeah, I know, huh? (laughs) We have Teslas. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got, man. We got Teslas. My fucking, I learned today Teslas have car wash modes. Did they actually? Yeah, I, 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 I guess the sensors don't beep because you know how when the sensors beep when there's something around them. Yeah. Running on the car wash mode so the sensors don't beep. Man, Tesla is so ahead of the game, man. Shout out Elon yeah. Musk. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll have him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Exclusive. Yeah. All right. If you if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? The classic pepperoni pizza, bro. Yeah. All I, I used to so when I used to live in Modesto. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Most of the time, my aunt wouldn't cook food for me. <laughs> uh huh. But she was a, she she works for the DA's office, man. So obviously, she was never home. Yeah. But whenever I'd come home super late from like a nine hour shift, I I order Domino's pizza, Domino's uh, uh, what is it called? Pan pan crust pizza, just regular pepperoni. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, look, this is probably gonna be the last question, but what would be the title of the book about you? If your worst enemy wrote it, if my worst enemy wrote it, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I haven't thought about my worst enemy in years. It would I be like, like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they would write the book anyway, man. I think they'd just be like, well, "I don't know." If they're taking time to write it, bro, they're weird. <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't know, man. I've had fucking. I had this one girl named April in elementary school who really hated me, but a lot of people were just like, oh, if they bully you, she likes you. So I thought she was all over me, man. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what else? I had this guy named Romeo from, I think, sixth grade all the way to high school. I hated him. I don't, I don't hate him no more. I don't hold no grudges, but, you know, yeah. I think sixth grade to fucking, I think, 10th grade, me hated him. As of right now, bro, I don't know. Just, just, I don't know. Maybe just be like the fucking asshole I didn't like, Carlos, or some, <laughs> some shit, man. You know, for real, some basic shit. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. I, I think that's about time to wrap it up. I think that was a pretty good interview. You know, what I'm saying, thank you for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Once again, bro, go check all you guys. Go check out his podcast, Kayfabe or Kate. Wait, what the fuck? It's called Kayfabe. Yeah, Kayfabe, yeah, Kayfabe right? podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm over here having a brain farts and shit but yeah go check out kayfabe bro the wrestling podcast man he has new episodes weekly every thursdays and saturdays man also carlos i never even or i never even told you this well i think i have told you this a lot but thank you you know for like this guy legit is or he is a huge reason why like this podcast is going up right now like today because I think I would have got it going, but it probably would have been a lot, a lot, a lot slower than like right now. But he literally helped me step by step. Literally, I could shoot him a text whenever. I, I'm just, I don't know, bro. I'm flattered. So I just want to thank you, you know, on the show live for all that. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate that. And look You're at welcome. us now, bro. I literally have a logo, you know. I got, I'm recording right now. First interview. It was only right to have you on my first episode, bro. So I appreciate it. No problem, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here, man. I got to come back next time and tell you about my fucking relapse film. Oh, yeah, bro. For sure. We might have to run part two for sure. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) All right, man. See you guys later.
Yo, welcome back. My boy Carlos, man. Make sure you guys go support him, man. He's just a real humble dude. Just trying to figure it out. You know, it's just like everyone else is really in this world. Make sure you guys go support him and check out his podcast, please, man. He'd really, really appreciate it. But I'm going to try to wrap this up because this is actually uh, an episode that is longer than I would have liked, to be honest. You know, if you guys really made it this far, man, I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you for all, uh, you know, just just listening, man. I really appreciate you guys. This is a long episode, but uh, I just want to wrap things up to let you guys know uh, my next episode will really just probably be me and about me, and it'll be a lot shorter. But in the meantime, man, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening, you know, and spread the word if you guys, you know, want to, I don't know, just support in general. Appreciate the love, man, and I will see you guys soon. Bye.